This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hosted on dimlywit.com. are your new go-to girls for everything bad. So, hey. Hey, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Remember we talked like a couple weeks ago about um, me possibly having to have an amnio? Yeah. I fucking did it. (gasps) Did you really? Mm -hmm. What happened? So... A couple weeks ago, the doctor saw saw something on the baby's heart. They call it like a spot or something. And babies that have that spot have a higher risk of Down syndrome. Okay. So I talked to you about this. I was like, mm-hmm. what do I do? I had to talk with Denny. I was like, you know what? Den was like, okay, so what? The baby has Down syndrome. Like, we're not going to terminate the pregnancy. Well, obviously, yeah. So what's the point of the amnio? Like just to know, I just, mm-hmm. you know, all my other tests were, were good. And we were just like, what's, what's the point? So I took, I'm going to bring you back to the future real quick. Okay. okay. So the NIPT, remember that yeah. test? Um, that was good. Uh, the following test, um, which is the back of the neck test on the baby. Okay. Uh, that test was good. Then there's two more tests. It's almost, it's almost like we're over testing, but okay. Uh, there's called sequential one and sequential two. Sequential one comes back. Great. Everything's normal. So I'm yeah. like, oh, we're smooth sailing here. The little spot on the heart. The doctor's like, when everything else comes back normal, the little spot on the heart means nothing. Okay. My sequential two comes back. Doctor calls me the voice I know all too well with sad voice. No. And I'm like, oh God. So he said the test came back abnormal that doesn't mean the baby's something's wrong with the baby it just means there's a higher risk of something being wrong with the baby okay so now with the spot in the heart and this other thing he thinks we have cause to go forward with anemia okay because and usually they don't ask you to do something like that unless it's like a a deal yeah they call them like markers you have to have like two or three markers really for them to feel like the need okay um so i was in i was a hot mess to say the least because he kept saying to me, I don't think this baby has Down syndrome. He goes, I've seen this baby on the ultrasound. I've looked at it on the, I've, I've looked at the heart, the lungs, and the, everything. And I don't think the baby has, ultrasound, uh, has Down syndrome. But I am concerned that the baby has another abnormality that the other test didn't pick up. So I do want to go ahead with the, with the amnio. And I'm okay. just like, now, I haven't told you guys about this yet, but a couple pregnancies ago, I did um, what they call a CVS. Uh, it's similar to an amnio. Uh, it was fucking terrible, uh, like traumatizing. So I did not want to, I really wanted not to do the amnio, but I'm going to go ahead and, you know, listen to my doctor. And then my nurse actually told me that the amnio is not as bad as the CVS. Okay. So the CVS, you had already done that. And the CVS like, goes through that. the, uh, actually goes through the placenta. Okay. The amniocentesis just takes the like liquid. Okay. So it truly wasn't as bad, but I'm just like, it's like re-traumatizing to do all this shit over and over. Like, yeah, I just want like course. a normal pregnancy. <laughs> like, like, can we just make this normal? So I was like, 
I made myself so, so we had the amniocentesis for last Friday, right? Thursday, I have work at, in the afternoon. And that night I am like, I am in my head saying I have, I'm having, I'm having a miscarriage. I am having lower back pain. I have the chills. I have made myself think that something is wrong with this baby that I'm miscarrying it. Like I made, I'm such a mental fuck that I literally called my work and I'm like, I have to go to the doctor. And the day before the amnio, I'm at the doctor doing a full ultrasound because I think I'm miscarrying. Spoiler alert, I was not. It I mean, was start with mental. that, bro. I haven't breathed in like 30 seconds. I, I, start I, with that. <clears throat> I don't know how you're doing this. It's How you're even re-talking about it. I don't, because it's like, it's like, I was certain. Like, I was certain. I mean, I, I walked into the office. The nurse re showed Denny that she like recreated. She goes, your, your wife walked in like this. <sighs> I went to give her a hug. Like, I was a mess. I was a mess. Oh, my God. I was certain but i'm just so sick over this whole thing that i'm just assuming now everything's going wrong so we do the amnio <laughs> so first of all it's so fucking awkward because so it's my doctor and then he has like another doctor there to help okay like an assistant yeah okay now dennis comes with me and we're in a small little space where do you think they put dennis at the foot of the bed that's enough. now my feet aren't even in stirrups so i'm laying flat like they have like the board you know that comes out and the doctor pulls my pants to my ankles <laughs> i'm like can this be anymore i have three men in the room and i am compromised <laughs> okay I, I just felt like in the biggest animal of oh all God. time i think amnio i think stomach why are my pants around my knees I was not prepared for that. And Dennis has, it's like they put him front row at, you know, the new yeah, Spider-Man like the movie. Most traumatizing concert ever. <laughs> ever. Yeah. Ever. I'm just like, at that point in your life, you're like, can this get worse? <laughs> no, the answer is no. So what they do is if you've never had one or you might have to have one, I did find it interesting because I'm, I'm Googling. I don't, what is the procedure like? You know, I, I did want to learn about it. So they take this needle. It's the size of uh, Joey from DJ's arms. You know, <laughs> shit is, it's a big needle. And it's so nuts because the, well, first they do an ultrasound because they want to see where the baby is because they want to be as far away from the baby as possible, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, of course. So they take this needle. And now the doctor, Dennis was watching. I had my eyes closed the whole time. He was pushing really hard on my stomach. And we think, Dennis thinks he was trying to keep the baby on like one side to not like not moving over from where the needle That's was going so in. It's so scary. And I remember from my CVS, I did not look this time. I kept my eyes closed the whole time. But on the CVS, I remember on the ultrasound seeing the needle. You could see it on the screen. Like, and you could see the baby. And you're like, oh my fucking God. Like your heart stops. I was like, I'm not doing, I'm looking up at the fucking sky. He's got this thing on his ceiling. It's like a, it's like, it's like, a happy what you something. think heaven looks like yeah. yeah and i'm looking at this and i'm like i hate it here <laughs> just like it's <laughs> fake heaven up above like just take me there just take me out of this misery so the needle's going in and he's like little pinch i'm like little pinch <laughs> so i know what a little this? pinch yeah, is that ain't a little pinch i don't think so so he's like okay you're gonna have like some cramping cramping is putting it mildly listen 
I had people tell me, oh, there's no pain. You really don't feel anything. I don't know how that's physically possible because you cramp up. Like you cramp up and the cramping is not a pleasant feeling. It's like um, a contraction cramping? Yes. Okay. Yes. It's it's the cramping that you like grab. Like Yeah. You, you like grab, the pain. Yes. Hoping that it'll and, he's, and the doctor's not screaming, but he's yelling at me, don't move, don't move. Because you're body when it feels pain the what's like your natural response yeah, is to, to like run away that you're okay yeah like i'm moving around because i'm fucking uncomfortable and he's like don't move and now i'm like freaking out the room's dead silent the two of them are having like their own like you know and the shit is so crazy the he filled up a fucking syringe I, the size of like that coffee cup. like a not a normal syringe what i don't know how to describe it and it's full of amniotic fluid and he showed me and i was like well that's pretty fucking crazy but yeah i mean listen was it the worst thing i think a lot of the amnio is my past trauma seeping through if you yeah. have to have one it's not the worst thing in the world so now with an amniocentesis there's a risk of miscarriage which is a, a right. reason a lot of women don't want to do it right, right? right that's why i didn't ever do it right like why no risk? Mm -hmm. So they said it's like one in a thousand also matters how skilled your doctor is. That actually factors mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. um, and how often they do them. Ugh. Tracy, talk about bad juju. The, there, he had three amnios booked that day. Just He was just doing amnios. The one before me started at one o'clock. My appointment was supposed to be at two. It's 3.30. I'm not in there yet. She still got the person before me. And the nurse is like, yeah, something went wrong. And they're like, and I'm just like, oh, this is not, I don't want to go in after something's gone wrong. Like, I don't want to be the next person. Like, that feels like bad energy, right? So I'm like, oh, this is, this is, this is, I'm fucked. Like, I just, I just thought it was just going to be bad. And the poor girl in front of me left, like, crying. Like, they saw something on the baby while they were doing it. Like, just, um, and like, the nurse is like, listen, don't get upset. Like, this is why we're here, right? We're here because some of these people have something wrong. So anyway. My nurse gave me the best. I thought this was a great thing that I did because I think I went forward because of the nurse's answer. Okay. And I asked the nurse, I said, in your time being a nurse, and she's an older woman, not that old, but she's an older woman. And I said, in your time being a nurse, how many miscarriages have you seen from amnios? And she said, with the doctor I've been with, zero. Okay. And she told me the doctor she was with before, zero. And wow, that made okay. me feel yeah, of course. a hell of a lot better. Of course. Yeah. So I was like, I feel like that gave me the push I needed to move forward. Okay. So after the amnio, you're supposed to take it really easy. They say relax. Um, uh, I think everything is just if you lift something you're not supposed to. Like, I think a lot of the risk of miscarriage comes from what you do afterwards, too. Um, Ben was actually supposed to go to work that night. And I, like, thank God he took off just because it's just a lot. And then, like, they say the if you're going to miscarry, it's the first three days after, like it okay. will happen. So, you know, I'm in my head about that. And then the test results. So this is the worst part because you have to wait. This is the, the worst part. Yeah. So he said, you're going to get the first result the day after. Okay. He said, you're going to know if your baby has Down syndrome or not. He goes, but honestly, I don't think the baby has Down syndrome. The second test is going to take like. 10 to 14 days, something like that. Oh my, so you still don't know the result. So he called me, the baby does not have Down syndrome. Okay. And I knew instantly from his happy voice. Oh my God, this man needs to start using poker voices. Cause like, <laughs> it's, 
I'm getting anxiety. So the way you pick up the phone is the way that you know. Results. Tracy, I have been, I've had so many bad phone calls. I don't know if he really puts it on or if like, I've just know it so well, the like bad news voice so well. And it, it just like, it's instant. I could just hear it. Like when it's bad, I could just hear it. And he doesn't have to say anything. And I like black out right then. Yeah. But he was like, Jessica. And I was like, Oh Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Like he made it very clear. Yeah. Good. good call. Um, he said the baby is good. So listen, I still have, I don't know, another seven days or something, but okay. the good news is it's another negative test, right? So when, out of all these testing, 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 it, it decreases. It's like, it's like your chances, like everything with every test that's negative, they go down. The, the one that's positive goes up, but then the negative drops again. Okay. So it's good. It's very good news. And God, I... I don't know. I I feel like it would be a very cruel turn of events. Like, how are you going to do this to me twice? It just, like, doesn't happen, like, that often, like that. Yeah. So I'm trying to stay positive and be normal. Yeah. I mean, you can't overthink something before you know because that will drive you crazy. And I actually think the best advice, because I called Dr. Walter crying because she used to Aww. be an OB before she was a before she started making us beautiful and she just said like you just have to continue your pregnancy like carry on like right. you just can't you you can't let it like change everything and like you guys all know about my pregnancy but I literally have not posted on social media because I am I don't know there's something when you have like pregnancy loss you you think um it's whatever it, like, jinxes time it. works for you is when you should post it there should be no forcing of posting or announcing it's whenever it works for you so it doesn't matter if they know if it really hasn't even gotten out which is wild to me so um alan actually gave me i hate to say it but he said something really great because i was thinking of pulling the episode last week and he just because i started getting it's like in the second you tell somebody something bad goes wrong like and again to all my ladies that have had this happen it is the it is such it's not real yeah. Me telling Tracy does not make my pregnancy go wrong. No. It's not a real thing. I don't know why. It's out of your hands. It, correct. I don't know why we are like this. Um, it's because people have taught us that superstition yes. and um, jinxing things are like manifestation and all this negative manifestation and whatever else causes things to happen. And it doesn't. Whatever it doesn't. your journey is, is what it is. And it's like what you use to get through to, to the end. That is what why people say these things it's not yeah. truly going to make well if i say that this is going to happen it's actually going to and it's a it's a fucked up thing to think that like who we tell like affects our pregnancy yeah it's, of course it makes no sense but i want to read to you what what alan wrote because i said like i don't know what to do what do, what do you think i should do and he said like if you want to pull this episode, we pull it. Like, right, it wasn't even course. like a question. It's whatever you want to do. And we were kind of going back and forth. And this is what finally got me. He said, ultimately, it's up to you. But I think we should release the episode as planned. I think it's good for people to hear and send you support. Good positive thoughts. I thought that was really sweet. Yeah, it is. Because I was like, you know what? Right, you have that. literally shared with these people your all of your pregnancies the good the bad all of it and all people can do is hope and pray for good things and love you along the way there's nothing that yeah that's i was like you know what he's right like why 
why, why are you gonna let suffer a lot like could happen take out on your happiness of just being yeah. thankful for what you have in the moment yeah so i thought that was i was like right then i was like done i was like all right we let it air yeah because i mean it's not about airing or not it's about you feeling comfortable with just people knowing what you're going you can't suffer in silence the I more do. people who don't know i feel like you're holding this weight of the world on your shoulders i do it's what i do it's what we do yeah i mean women in general i get it but like people who no, are pregnant you do this oh i mean we you always did this, do this with your divorce yeah you you i hold a lot of things quiet because me i suppress too. things yes so do and I. we're the same person i know it's like alan's gonna yeah I know, because like, you go to Scorpio. It is, it is a trait. It is, it a, is trait. a trait because I feel like I never want to burden people yes. with my tragedies, so I don't talk about it. But the more you suppress it, yes. it's just built up toxicity yes. to yourself. So, but there's women that are going to be so thankful that you shared your story because, regardless of the outcome, which we can only hope for positive things, regardless of it, you're going to have more people. Imagine you did this in silence. And then no one knows why you're in, you're sad or scared or whatever. It's I have even done it worse. before that way and it sucks and it sucks. But like, I think that's the thing. Like when there's something bad you're going through, like there's no good way to do it. And that's why I hate being <laughs> like, like all these people that are like, well, then you should go to therapy. It's not about therapy. Yeah. Therapy comes in many different forms. Therapy is taking a drive in your car. Therapy for moms is sitting in your car before you go inside. When you know everybody else is inside, you having that five minutes to yourself therapy is sitting in the shower and letting hot water run over you it doesn't matter it's not sitting down and talking to a licensed professional therapy could be you talking to people that you know you're going to help that have told us day and night that our podcast helps them like yeah that's our version of therapy so i hate when people categorize therapy as only one way to do it yeah like correct tracy you were so fucking spot on i don't understand why people are like oh you need therapy maybe i get therapy therapy is when my yes. kids are at their ex my ex's house and i know i have no control yeah. over their safety or well-being i go out with my friends because that's my therapy that's is releasing for you yeah it's therapeutic so people are like well you shouldn't be out partying i think that's my way of therapy your yeah. way of therapy could be telling me I don't tell anybody you telling the listeners that you're pregnant, regardless what happens down the road. That's yeah. a therapy. It's like I mastered the next step of fear by talking to people who I don't know. Yes. So I feel like this is a positive thing for everybody because everybody learns from each other. And builds and grows strength off of each other. You know, I usually think what you say is fucking crazy but that was so spot on it was so good Tracy it's like the greatest thing you've ever said thank you it is so true like, I just all... I just hate when people are like oh you have so much going on like maybe you should talk to somebody and be in therapy like I talk to people all the time it doesn't mean I need right. to rehash my life and explain to somebody who stranger. knows nothing fucking about me yeah. it means that I need to call yeah. my friend or my mom or talk to my kids or whoever it is yeah and listen, the other way works for some people, too. It's great. If it does, it doesn't work for everybody. It doesn't work for everybody. No. I'm not an open book person. Yeah. I am. I tell a lot of people a lot of shit. I post a lot of shit. But talking to somebody I don't know and having them give me advice of what to do and then me using that as, like, my guidance of life is not happening. I don't care what degrees you were given. Life experience over medical degrees, I think. <laughs> anyway. 
Also, we love all you therapists. Thank you for helping people. Doctors and Trace like I'm not sitting across from some schmuck. I'm not gonna sit on. Yeah, because you had a lot of money and you went to 30 years of med school. Okay, I get it. You're smarter than me, but guess what? You don't know shit about me. So it just seems like a lot of work. It's a lot of work. But I'm glad that this is. A lot of times, all of our therapies, I would have never talked about my divorce had it not been. Oh, show. my so God. I would have never said anything. And about like, it. you I know how hard those episodes are to do. Like, you know, the like dread building up to just talking about it. It's 100 percent therapy for us. Holy shit. Like you just said, like, you're not going to sit across from some stranger. We are literally doing that with our audience. Like, we know some of you. We don't know most of you. And. This is what we do. And and at the end of the day, it, I do believe it helps me. I mean, God, my first miscarriage, I became like the guru. Like when people had loss after that, like still to this day will message me. Yeah, and I, I enjoy talking to them about it because. You're not alone. I'm not alone. They're not alone. It's like this weird sisterhood that yeah. is like this group you don't want to be a part of, but you are. And like. It's like someone that finally understands what you're going through. I literally had. I'm not I'm not kidding. A couple of days ago, a listener had just lost their baby. I sent it to you in the group chat. Yeah. And you know, she re-listened to the miscarriage episode. Oh, like yeah. just had to hear it just to like know that what her feelings and again, cuz that's her form of therapy is listening yeah. to somebody else go through it also and know she's not by herself not by and herself. that this happened. So I wanted to read you guys. One of my friends who's had it rough too um, sent me this. I thought this was nice to share with you guys be, for anyone that knows somebody that's going through this or has gone through it yourself. Um, <laughs> throughout all my pregnancies, this is lucky number five, but my friend has sends me this every couple of days, couple of weeks, just to remind me. And it does help me. And if you Google commandments of pregnancy after loss, you can share it with someone you know or love or read them for yourself. But here they are. Here are the commandments. Today I am pregnant and I love my baby. I'm not going to be able to read this without crying. Can Do you, you want me this? to? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Sure. I can't read this. Okay. <sighs> Today I am pregnant and I love my baby. I am pregnant with a healthy, growing baby until I am told otherwise. My past is not like, my future. The past is not the future. I think anybody, one loss, you just yeah. assume it's going to happen again. And it just, it's just not true. It's just not true. Uh, Cecily exists, right? Like, I have a daughter. I have a daughter. My past is not my future. My previous losses do not mean I will not have, I will have future losses. So just like things that happened in your past is not, doesn't, it's not always on repeat. Lightning doesn't strike twice, I guess, yeah. sometimes. Just because somebody else is having a loss doesn't mean I will. Miscarriage and loss are not contagious, but fear can be. And that that's a big one, too. Like, my friend does this. Like, I, I try not to. I try to not tell her things because I don't want to, like, re-traumatize her. And she's like, I want to be there for you. I need to remember that. Just, like, whatever you're going through, it's right. it's unrelated to me. Like, we are not the same. Like, and it really, it's such good advice. Even if you see it happening around you, even if you hear scary stories, it's not your body. It's not you. Hope does not make bad things happen. I cannot jinx my pregnancy by getting my hopes up or by telling somebody about it. Yeah, it's a big one. It's a big one. We want to like not feel happiness because we're going to somehow ruin it for ourselves. I mean, 
it's actually insanity when you think about it. It's insane. You can't, your joy cannot make you lose a pregnancy. No. There is nothing I can change with worry. Worrying about what's not in my hands does not prevent it from happening. And if it does happen, God forbid, I know I can survive it. It's true. We're all still here. It's honestly, it's every, my friends just um, have, my friends, um, I want to say last year got married and they used IVF. They've, um, because they're two females. And so they got pregnant and they were so excited. They um, announced, they named the baby, um, all of it. And they just lost it. And I am just heartbroken for them because the, the journey you go through on like insemination alone Jesus Christ. is horrible. And like knowing that that's your only option. Yeah. It's not like the male and female where it could maybe happen, you know, like, oh, I, you know, yeah. I got IVF and then I got pregnant naturally. Like that's not going to happen for them. So this is their only journey. And like, I was heartbroken for them because I watched them be so excited. You and know then what kills me about IVF too? Away. And it's different for everyone. At the same time, it's the same for everybody. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, the loss of a child, nobody will understand. So unless you went through that, I will never understand it. I try to love and sympathize with you as much as I can. I just, I never know the right thing to say because I've never gone through it. Your mind almost won't let you, like, I feel like things that are really traumatic for me to think about, like somebody loses their mother right at a young age oh yeah I try so hard I to understand I what can't that's understand like. it because my mind won't let me I don't well, want to think I've about horrible things that. I can't imagine but what that like, day would feel I like I feel like our brains protect us in that way do you know oh, what I'm yeah. saying it's Where a, it's I feel like a, bad and I feel horrible but I almost don't want to relate like I have no I, do, I would never want to relate to half those things you it's, know what I mean like yeah. I you hear these stories and like I, I feel like that's a lot of it with miscarriage. Like the thought of losing your own kid is just so fucking horrible. Like how could you actually put yourself there? You don't want to. Like it's a terrible thing for your brain to even, you know no. what I'm saying? It's it's the mental protection yes. that you go through. Yes. Of It's like when you know you're going, like you see a car coming right at you. Your natural instinct is to tighten up. Yeah. And that's why, I hate to say this, but drunk drivers usually survive Survive. a car accident ain't that some shit because their body is unaware it's happening so it can't protect them but the person who sees it coming tenses up up, and it ends up working against them because the body is trying to protect them so it doesn't naturally flow with the car and therefore something always breaks or happens or whatever that's always how it happens because unless your body knows it's happening it cannot physically allow it to protect you it's always the drunk driving assholes that survive right. and, and take that's out a the family problem of five. Like, it's like, what the fuck? Because they don't know it's coming. So that Idiots. is, I think it's just trauma. Your body knows how to fight off trauma for you. It's like after, like as a hairdresser, I've been cut a million times and burned by irons and whatever. I no longer feel those. I don't feel them. When I cut my finger, I'm like, oh, I'm bleeding, gushing blood. I don't even feel it because the scissor cuts from cutting hair. You don't feel it anymore. Your body builds up a defense so i feel like people women who have multiple miscarriages that go through this are like i'm so numb i don't even Mm -hmm. i'm like so i can't even feel i can't even imagine how i'm still going through this like it's horrible but your body truly does protect you yeah and it does everything it can so i mean my body's o negative like i i don't take certain medications it would have 
killed off my baby while I was pregnant. Whoa. And that's my body not knowing any better. Like we have to get Rogam shots. We have to get like, you know, that's it's the wildest thing how your body works. So, all right, there's two things. So one thing I want to talk about with IVF, which I think is not talked about enough, is that it, you think you're doing this right. And it's like the end all be all. Like if you get pregnant from IVF, like that's it. Like I, I feel like doctors don't communicate enough that there's actually a higher risk for miscarriage when you do IVF. Mm-hmm. So if that baby implants, it's amazing. But it, I feel like you're you're being told like, oh, hey, it's, it's either going to implant or it's not. If it implants, you're going to have this baby. No. No. You can still miscarry I mean, from IVF. A, there's a chance for everything. Yeah. And, and I, I feel like doctors don't necessarily educate women on that part that like when you transfer a baby via IF, you have a higher actually rate of loss. Right. Um, listen, IVF is a fucking godsend. I have friends that would not have Right. multiple living children to this day if not for it but god yeah no it is that's a whole nother episode in itself which i'd like to talk about but um it, it's i feel terrible for your friends i just hope that they don't i don't want um, them give to up. give up right yeah because and they won't they're good. such strong women that they yeah i mean they literally have each other's back like i've never seen and that's why i'm always like damn maybe i'm doing the wrong thing i should be a lesbian because i've seen lesbian relationships and those are the strongest fucking relationships yeah. <laughs> and i'm like you know why because there's no fucking man stressing them out that's why amen but that's that. why i'm like so proud of them for like getting through this and i know they're going to try again it's just like you know the fear because now they're going to go through this fear again yeah. and i don't want them not to enjoy or announce yes. or something because of what has past happened so i'm just like hoping that when no, i'm not going to say if because when, when they do get pregnant again. I hope that they enjoy it just as excited as they were the first time. That's my only fear for them is that I don't want them to not enjoy it. It's such a, I, I give the same speech to people. I'm like, don't let what's happened in the past. Right. Remember the, the commandments of pregnancy loss. Don't let it right. change your future pregnancy. It's almost like, it's so hard to listen to my own thoughts and instructions. Like I know that this again is not related to my miscarriage. It is completely different, mm-hmm. but those thoughts creep in and you're like, and it really is bullshit that people who have lost are you're changed. There's just no way to say you're not changed. You're changed and you can never you will never enjoy a pregnancy. Like I see in my baby groups, like here I am having an amnio and everyone else is looking at shoes and this and that. And you're just like, God, I just want to be one of those normal fucking people so bad that don't even it's not on their radar. Like how I was. I was blissfully unaware oh, with my first totally same I, it. it wasn't a thought i want to go back to that place where like i'm not wiping and looking for blood every time i piss every fucking time i am going to be 20 weeks pregnant every time i go to pee i in look at my toilet paper to make sure there's no blood that's fucking demented no it's not it's traumatized you're traumatized from what has happened i just want to be normal i want it so badly but i can't i just can't and I, I want to follow the commandments and I do try. I really, really, really I do try. I just want you to remember to think while you're doing these things, <sighs> it's only because you love this baby so much and you're trying to protect it as a mother. And that all you need to do is look to the future and look back. And when you are thinking something's wrong, look at Cecily and be like, but she's here. So the next one could she's be here. here like- and like the, and then I'm going to look back in five years and be like, well, remember when I checked toilet Mm. paper every time like and then when you're here so you cannot look at that you always have to look for the future because if we want to believe in any type of manifestation it's the positive one yes it's not the negative oh if i say this the wrong thing this is going to happen if we're going to do anything it's i will have two healthy babies yes by next year 
we will be taking Christmas pictures. We will be doing this stuff. My daughter will be having, be an older sister. Like those are the things that you will now be saying to yourself from here on out. And those are the only type of vibes and positivity that we're going to be accepting. Anything else you need to keep to yourself, that's fine. And you can still do the toilet paper thing, but don't let it like stop you from going about your day and doing things. Yeah. Cause that's what we're going to do from now on. We're just constantly going to think this is next year. Well, my biggest problem next year is going to be that I'm fucking just so tired because <laughs> yeah. I'm up every two fucking hours. That's how we're going to think. You know, fucked up. I am the, the toilets at work. They like flush automatically after you go, you yeah. know? So you're like turning around really quick. <laughs> I have like three seconds from the time I stand up to look at that toilet to make sure there's nothing in there. And sometimes I'm like not like eyes play tricks on me. And I'm like, this is sick. What am I doing? What am I doing? If somebody was in there with me, they'd be like, what the fuck? Why are you rushing? Why are you jumping off the toilet and turning around? Yeah. And looking at the into the toilet bowl like a like a sociopath. Like, what do you expect to see in there? Like. It's it really is fucked up the things that happen to us. But one thing I want to tell you, so um okay, so five pregnancies, right? One living baby. So lots of doctors, lots of tests, lots of different things. Um my whole thing was with every pregnancy, I don't want to do the same thing over and over again, right? So that's why I was so test driven and so doctor driven because I not only wanted answers, which I mm-hmm. to be honest never got. Um, I wanted to make sure that when I did it again, that I didn't have the same result. So tell me what to do. Let me take a fucking, what vitamin can I take? Let me do this. Anyway, so I've seen multiple doctors. My last doctor was a new guy. He said, I want to send you to this cancer center. So right away, I'm like, why? You got cancer? No, he's like, no, 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 you have no cancer. But he sent me to this doctor. He's a blood doctor. What do you call those? Where's fucking Alan? Come on. I need Alan for Why one would you question. Look at me like I know the answer to that. <laughs> He's a bloodtopian. Blood okay, yeah. yeah. Bloodtopian. Love that for us. <laughs> a, can you Google it while I'm a talking? A bloodologist. Please. And he specializes in in blood. Um, so literally they send me to this this cancer center. I am it's literally a, a building for people with cancer. Every doctor, every person there has cancer. Hematologist. Thank you. So I I go to see the hematologist. And again, he is a cancer doctor. And I'm walking through this guy's hallways and he's got fucking babies all over the wall. And I'm like, what is this? And I'm like, why am I here? I'm so confused. So anyway, doctor tells me this story. This is the cancer doctor. He says, I had a daughter-in-law. She had a miscarriage. I was not, I was not okay with it. And I wanted to find out why tested her blood and he found out she had a clotting disorder so he believes clotting disorder leads to miscarriage i mean it makes sense why it would so he prescribes her this drug she goes on to have never have a miscarriage again she has five healthy pregnancies wow the nurse tells me there's no funding in this not a lot of doctors are doing this it can be i guess technically experimental but he believes in this and it's his passion project. And that's why the, the hallways are lined with babies. thousands of his babies, even though he saves people from cancer because he loves this. So he prescribes me this drug. I'm not telling you to go take this drug. You know, we are not doctors. We, we are dumb whores. No. Yes. But <laughs> if you want to ask your doctor about this drug, 
why not? Called Lovenox. It's an injection. I take it daily. I took it the day after, the day I got my positive pregnancy test, I started taking this, this injection. I take it once a day, um, right in my abdomen. And even though I did all the blood work, you've never seen this much blood work. This man drained me of my blood like a fucking vampire. Um, I do not vampire, have the clotting disorder. <laughs> I do not have the clotting disorder. But he said because of my history, he wanted me to take this drug anyway. And this man looked me dead in the eyes and he told me, you will never have a miscarriage again. Now, do I think that's uh, a little dramatic? It's yes. bold. It's bold. <laughs> it's bold. But he's so confident in what he does and believes in this drug so much. And um, I'm praying that that's the case. Here we are, you know, almost halfway there. Um, and if there's something wrong with this baby, it's it, I'm not going. It doesn't seem like I'm going to miscarry. So um, this drug, yeah, Lovenox once a day. And you know what? I was excited to take it again because it was something different to do. Right. Well, it's another trial. So it's another try. trial. Yeah. So um, I see him. I see how I'm at my eight week. He's like, I want that picture on my wall. I'm like, I know you do. Uh, but yeah, so I was, um, you know what? Sometimes too, like if my only other advice, if you've been going through this, like one thing for me was needing, I guess, having some hope and like change. And when I go to a new doctor or we do a new test, it feels like one step forward to like possibly correcting what's going on or what's wrong. Right. So I was, um, very welcoming to meet this doctor and to try this uh, drug. And so far it is worked great. It has no side effects. Um, the drug doesn't great. enter the placenta or anything. So it doesn't cross over to the baby. We're good. Um, so just something to maybe ask your doctor about. Um, I love that. And yeah, so listen, I'm expecting results in the next couple of days. And all I can do is just pretend like everything's okay. I could put, you know, until we're there. So um, if you're watching on Patreon, we just lost Tracy. Hi. Don't <laughs> just look at me. I don't want everyone looking at me. Everyone look at Jessica. Turn it really off. Uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm physically uncomfortable now. Uh, do you not like that? Sometimes those looks at me. I'm like, stop fucking looking You'll at me. Staring at. What are you staring at? Um, well, I'm proud of you. Next week you. we'll get the update. And hopefully we will have very good news. Yes. And I love this drug idea for whoever wants. I mean, at this point, when you're miscarrying over and over, there's no point but up. Yeah. There's no way but up. So you might as well try something that could help, could save lives and have the stress-free pregnancy that you're looking for. And my whole thing is, is like, why, why are you torturing yourself? Why are you not? Why are you doing the same thing over and over again? If, if you have, if a doctor says to try this, you know, vitamin uh coq10 that was one of the things stronger eggs coq10 fuck i'll take all the coq10 give it to me um what else was i taking vitamin d i mean i'll take whatever cocktail you you want to try i'm willing to try anything to have a healthy correct baby a healthy pregnancy so um yeah i just i wanted to share an update with you guys and tell you about the amnio um I wanted Dennis to call in, but we're having technical difficulties. So I wanted you to hear what he saw right, from right. his point of view. But you know what? Maybe it's for the best. I don't know what no, he was I looking at. I wouldn't traumatize anybody <laughs> with what he saw, please. Um, um, but I love you guys. You guys have been so awesome so with for all the support per usual. And I love you, Tracy. Love you. And we'll keep you guys updated. Yep. See you next Tuesday. Don't forget, guys. New episodes air every Tuesday. So see you next Tuesday. 
even though we are not your best examples, uh, we're the best you've got. So cheers, bitches. Cheers. Rate, download, and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Hosted on dimlywit.com.